0: Ladies and gentlemen, boy oh boy do we ever have another incredible guest locked and loaded on today's show. Our guest is a Dutch actor and entrepreneur and he started acting at the age of six and did his first feature film when he was only nine years old. After 20 years of performing in films and TV series in the Netherlands, he then got inspired by blockchain and crypto and never looked back. Present day, he's the founder and CEO of Crypto Hopper, an algorithm intelligence strategy designer that allows more flexibility in how users trade. Whether you're a rookie or a vet, it is definitely for you. I'm very pleased to welcome to the Crypto News Podcast, felt Feldkamp. Hrud, welcome to wow, the Wow, nice intro, man! Thank you very much. Super. Thank you, and the name the name was right there, Hrud.
1: Yeah, so so yeah, it's like my my name is so difficult always in English. Like my name in Dutch, if you pronounce it in Dutch, it's Ruud Veldkamp, but you can imagine nobody could pronounce that. So if you call me uh, Ruud, Rud, or Rude or whatever, it's it's okay. I, I normally in in English, I. Like introduce myself, like hi, my name is Rude, but I'm actually quite nice. That's, that's normally what I say, but uh <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's a terrible name. Like my my it's it's a super general name in the Netherlands actually, and my parents gave me it because my father is called Reggie, and that's in English like a normal name, but in the Netherlands nobody can pronounce that, so they they thought hmm, let's give. Rude and and super easy name to pronounce and now the irony is like the ironic thing is I get to explain it every day, (laughs) so that's quite funny. You you
0: do have a great kicker though. As soon as you introduce yourself to someone, you can say my name's Rude, but I'm actually nice. Like I'm sure that gets a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) and then actually be an asshole I don't
1: know just kidding sorry I know.
0: I I love that before we get into Crypto Hopper and your journey into the space I'm so curious you're the first first actor we ever had on the show what was it like being a well known child actor
1: yeah so yeah um, weird because nobody um, in your surroundings know how to knows how to handle that so I can imagine everybody's listening and, 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 and will think like, yeah, who cares? Some some Dutch actor thinks he's famous or something. But um it was my one of my biggest my first film was um, it's called Kruimeltje and it was it's like the Dutch Oliver twist. And it, it has kind of the same yeah impact, had the same impact in the Netherlands. Lo, lots a lot of people watched it. I think if you ask Dutchie, like, do you know the film Kruimeltje? They Probably no, not to type myself on the shoulders, by the way, but just like yeah, that that that's it's a bit of a, a classic thing in the Netherlands, and and it has it had a big impact because everybody saw the movie, and um, and I was nine years old, and nobody can prepare you for what happens there because I was recognized everywhere suddenly, and and my my um, yeah, people don't know how to handle that because it's super weird for everybody. Uh, I but I was lucky that. I I um, um, I grew up in a little village, it's called uh, Broek in Waterland, and it means literally in English, it means pants in waterland, <laughs> that's literally <laughs> what it means, <laughs> but, um, and everybody is super down to earth there, everybody already knew me there, I was on school there, I met friends, so I, like it was for me easy to grow up, grew up there, because it wasn't different, you know, but if I would go to the city or even with school trips to like one of the islands is called Tessel. I, I can recall doing a school trip there on a fishing boat. And I literally had to sit in like a corner of the, of the fishing boat because all the other schools were just, all the children want to make pictures of me. And I was just sitting in a corner on, <laughs> on my own. And even the teachers didn't know what to do. so it was, uh, I don't know. It was weird, but, um, yeah, I'm super happy that um, I I was able to uh, that it jump started my career and I got uh, yeah I did a lot of stuff in film and I absolutely love film and it's something I never will like completely drop or something it always stay passion of me um, so yeah super grateful to have experienced that but yeah weird transition eh? <laughs> to crypto so, but uh, love it man
0: on on the film side I've been very curious myself I would watch the shit. Out of a Bitcoin, ETH, or any crypto or blockchain, like I'm not a big TV show guy, but I would love to watch a TV show or even just a good Yeah,
1: why isn't that it there? I don't know. Why isn't there like a, a new Netflix show about like some crypto millionaire or something? Because that's super relevant nowadays, right? Like just just make a make a Netflix show with a guy. That just uh, forgot that he'd had some bitcoins and boom! Now he's some kind of a billionaire. And what's he gonna do now, right? Like that's that's the brilliant beginning of a show. Well, hey, <laughs> let's
0: sell it. You're, let's sell it. Let's do it. You're, you're the one with the connections, not me. So you gotta you gotta work some magic. Bit. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll write it down. I will write it down. But, I'll give you some royalty uh, royalties though. <laughs> I'd love that on the
0: on the film X crypto sort of collab front. Besides an actual plot that involves crypto, where do you see blockchain and crypto sort of partnering and collabing with the film industry
1: yeah that's a really good question which I'm thinking of a lot and I still don't have a really good answer to otherwise I would probably release something (laughs) because that would be such a dream for me to combine that but um, I guess there is a project going on with American Zootropy I'm not sure how to pronounce it in English but um, and I guess they they're trying to release this film fund where you can invest in the token, and the more tokens you have, the more you can vote on what kind of mm. um, film projects are being released or being funded, actually with money. So that kind of stuff I really love. So I think that's that's a potential yeah, thing there. Um, on the technical side, what you see in music, and potentially also could be a thing in um, in, in film. Is the whole? I um, say the how royalties are are monitored and paid out. Uh, not sure how that technically on the back end works, but that that's something that, that that's happening. Um, so yeah, my first thought would be like release some token, make a film fund, uh, fund these awesome film projects, um, and be like um, I don't know, be like um, an investor and let your let your. In, Token investors also profit from the fact if uh, if if uh, if a film grosses well, oh. right? So, so that, that would be my first thought, I guess.
0: Yeah, a little skin in the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So how, how was would it, how, like how would that be if like Steven Spielberg had his own token? And you can just buy your to- buy his token and vote on what kind of film he should make next, and then profit as well from it. That would be actually
0: quite awesome. I'd love that. Well, you're seeing that the creator economy tokens, just the, you call them social tokens, they're popping up everywhere. It seems yeah. like it's the next big change. I guess really NFTs are spearheading that movement, um, and, and then yeah. going through there. But on the on the topic of NFTs, are you an NFT guy?
1: Uh, it's so it's so funny. So for Oh, like a long while I've been just like asking myself like what the he- hell what's happening you know like it's not my thing and blah blah and just suddenly in the office everybody was uh, talking about it and I was continuously against it and at a certain point it just I got it like it was like I don't know It just clicked in my mind for some reason it was because somebody said it's like it's like buying an expensive wash it's not really that you buy this expensive watch because you hope it will it'll survive for so long because there are actually cheaper brands that that, that survive for really long. So what's the yeah. reason to buy an expensive watch? Well, it's it's the hope um, it'll be worth more in the future because if you do it well, your watch will be uh, worth more. And it's obviously to show off to everybody that you've got money. So at a certain point, there was this, yeah, there was some person, I don't know who it was, who showed that, uh, I, I heard the story, I haven't read the interview itself, but supposedly there was an investor in an NFT that bought it for like tens of millions of euros of a, for an NFT and just talked about it in an interview. So I can imagine just showing off that you have this in NFT and you just purchased it for 20K that, and then shows <laughs> you show this pixelated image that's just showing off you got money, you know, I, I, I guess that's the that's thing. And um, I don't know, It's I, I think it, it needs some time to evolve. Um, but I, I do love NFTs, yeah. <laughs> it's just the idea is just fascinating, definitely.
0: It, it's so much fun. I, I'm i hooked. I'm a, a full-fledged degen addict now. My girlfriend almost dumped yeah? me. Oh, I, I love them. It's so much fun. Money aside, you know, the money's great, but I'm not in it for the money. Yeah, that's a part of it, but just the fun you get. I don't have an addictive personality and I spend literally like, a full weekend, eighteen hours a day, just on OpenSea and on Discords and Telegrams and so Twitters, awesome. just learning about it. The 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 euphoria and the dopamine hits you get—it's crazy. But what well, yeah. yeah, But
1: what are you searching for? So what is like you go on a day? You're going for your OpenSea search day, right? So you sit behind your computer and boom. What are you searching for? Like what are the what are the, what are your tips? Your pro tips for searching for good NFTs.
0: That's a great question. And it's it's all part of the workflow. I start off and for me, you got to believe in the art. I don't have one NFT where I don't like the art. If you like the art, that's step 1, right? Sort of the barrier to entry. Yeah. Okay, do I like the art? Then I check out the stats. I see how much volume there's been, and then you got to look at the founding team and more specifically, who's running the community and who is the dev. If you have a good community manager and a couple good guys or gals running the back end that can actually create some fruitful shit moving forward, those are sort of my big yeah. check boxes. Then I'll join the Discord. I'll see what's popping on Twitter. If people are very bullish on the project, you have some passionate people. People in the community are commenting and being engaged actively at all times. It's usually a good recipe for success, right? Because the network effects kick in and it goes parabolic. So that's that's sort of so, what I so look. So it's for. a bit the
1: same. It's the same like with um, a bit the same like with uh, with just like ICOs, but then art is involved. Exactly. So like the whole community thing, the you what's nailed, the
0: team behind it? You nailed it on yeah. the head, right? With an ICO, say I, you know, I put a grand, I put a thousand bucks into a, a new coin. It's like, great, I got a new yeah. coin. I believe in the team. I believe in the coin. But what do I have to show for it? Right. I'm not going to like tell show everyone on Twitter, hey, I bought a thousand bucks of Coin X. No. But with an NFT, I, I can buy a thousand dollar NFT. I can make my profile picture, you know, <laughs> I can make my profile picture <laughs> on Twitter, on LinkedIn, Telegram, Discord, you name it. And that's a way to show it off. It's it's just it's it's more it's more personable.
1: You, you know what we need in NFTs? Um, I think we need an insane amount of liquidity. It would be so sick. Yes. If you have if you have if you have insane liquidity, well, it's difficult because you have like one price for NFT. What I'm like, what I'm searching for is what like what I love about crypto uh, in general um, is is the fact that like. In a couple of years from now, you just go to your supermarket and you pay what you already do with your phone, like I always pay with my phone yeah. in the supermarket. And but now on the back end, it's it's a crypto which you're um, paying with, right? That's that's I mean that's already possible. Like perhaps not with your phone, but just get a Binance card. Like yeah. you know, I'm not trying to sponsor Binance here, but establish as as Binance here. But you just like you have to have a crypto card, and you just you can buy you can uh, 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 um, purchase stuff everywhere, right? But now, now it's crypto. So now, like we all know, 90%, okay, this is a dangerous thing to say, but a big percentage of the cryptocurrencies, let's just say that, is just total rubbish. We all know that, you know, there's so much rubbish in it. I just read, I just read a, a, an article today. It was um, about a token. Uh, it's called Vite, and it's a Belgian token social platform thing. And I've met the uh, creators once. And now it was in the media that it was like a pyramid scheme, right? And I still read about people training it and and making a profit even uh, on it. Like, how insane is that? But imagine now, crypto, um, assets with real value. So let's, you have some gold tokens. You have some some actual tokens that represent a value in a company. Maybe Apple or maybe even Cryptohopper in the future. Maybe in in the future, Cryptohopper doesn't do even an IPO, but an STO, right? And then, and then, last—that's why I'm bringing it up. Uh, purchasing groceries with an NFT, how sick would that be? <laughs> like you have art, and then you just use it to purchase a bag of, chip, of chips or something. That would be so sick. But you need an insane liquidity for it, and 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 the problem with the, the NFTs is it's non fungible, so that's that's a thing. But I, I think would be nice if it's possible. Though I,
0: I love your idea, and, and I've I haven't thought about that exactly, but. I would love the aspect of fractionalizing NFTs, sort of like how you know yeah. someone will form a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization, and 100 different people can go in and then purchase a CryptoPunk. Can I afford a CryptoPunk right now? No, but if I went in with 100 so other people... That is so but, next
1: level. You know what I mean? That's so next level. That you, like, you rep, like what we do with reps, what they do with rep BTC and that kind of stuff. You token, you tokenize yeah. an NFT and make it fraction, like a fraction of it.
0: That's sick. Next, yeah, uh, that,
1: that's hundred percent gonna happen. This is hundred ha- percent gonna happen. I haven't thought about that actually. That's
0: hundred percent gonna happen. It's it's so much fun how quickly the cryptoverse moves. Like in you know even at our at, at crypto news we always joke to a day in in crypto is like a week or a month in traditional markets, yeah, <laughs> or, or, or anything else. But with that being said, when I was doing research on you and Crypto Hopper, one of your big spiels is how you guys are sort of revolutionizing and just the crypto industry as a whole is giving high-level tools and pieces of software to the average Joe. Whereas with traditional finance, like, you can't get your your you know your eyes on a Bloomberg terminal. That's thirty grand a year. No one can do that. Yeah. If you want to if you want to make some crazy you know AI bot that can really help you move the needle, it's pretty hard to do. But in crypto, you have companies like you who are almost giving it away for free, and that's just something that I'm I'm so bullish on. And kudos to you and the team for thanks,
1: man. for spearheading Super. this. Thanks, appreciate the compliment. Thank you. And that's it. I, to be honest, it, it it surprised me a lot as well. Um, as everybody knows, like of all, well, as you know, sorry, um, I'm I'm uh, uh, originating showbiz. So when I stepped into the crypto, I knew something like I knew I knew a thing or two about um, technical indicators. That's what I used on Trading View and just uh, scouring the markets manually. But there is like stuff like TradeStation, you have Trading View. And There's some sophisticated tools, still quite difficult. But the easiness in which you can trade crypto for like also a fraction of the price, like the transaction fees the um, uh, on the exchange itself as opposed to on, on, uh, on an exchange just, uh, on, on, a, on a regular broker uh, when you trade stocks. That surprised me a lot. And then the, the easiness of which you can uh, connect a trading tool to your exchange also amazed me a lot. And that, that inspired us to, to make this trading tool. So what happened is, it was um, 2017 and I was... And acting in this show, uh, I had a just like how do say a leading role in, the, in a TV show in the Netherlands. And in my breaks between scenes, I was trading cryptocurrencies in my dressing room uh, and spending so much time on that. <laughs> yeah. So my brother, a legendary developer, it's it's this guy is crazy smart. It's just insane. Um, and he thought, well, I'm just going to automate what my little brother does and just like outcompete him by doing that. And by doing that, this first, like our first trading bot was born, and I was just, I was just amazed by what he made. I was like, "Whoa, that, like that you can do this! That it can, like it could easily scan the markets on these indicators I was using to scan it manually, and then identify buying opportunities and sell um, when a position you've bought made a profit." And that's like that's the easy thing. Like, everybody can program a bot. It's not, it's not that difficult. The thing is, what's difficult is identifying buying opportunities, and that's like what we did back then. Works worked then, but stuff is getting more complicated, and everybody knows the trick. Um, so you need more complicated buying strategies. But more about that later, because that's a bit more about AI. So at a certain point, we launched it in September 2017, and it just like the crypto market, it exploded. Cool. So many co- uh, uh, customers suddenly and. Suddenly we had a business, we had to hire an office, employees, it just grew insanely. Um, And the things we've learned, uh, we've learned two things, is my brother and I are, are just a fan of innovation and we just love bringing that innovation to trading. That's what we love. And we saw that just a lot of people don't know how to trade. So you have so many people entering crypto and are fascinated about about the promise of crypto, about all the new stuff uh, that's happening, but it's still difficult how to trade, you know? It's like, I'm not sure like how much you are into like technical indicators and that kind of stuff, but not everybody likes learning that, you know? So at a certain point we thought we should should connect pro traders to beginners because then everybody can help each other. And that's like also what happens in crypto. It's like, it feels like this big community of people helping each other. And, and that, was, uh, that was actually the, the thing that really um, had the most impact on our business. We were the first also in the whole crypto space that made it possible for signalers, so people sending out uh, buy and sell signals to trade automatically on that. And uh, ironically, it's also our most copied feature by competitors. <laughs> so our copy trading feature is the most copied feature. But... Uh, yeah, and since then it just grew a lot. Um, um, but I, yeah, to answer your question, I just always have been just amazed in 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 how that just the the easiness of how you can innovate in trading, um, uh, and that and that's really possible thanks to crypto, thanks to the exchanges, their AP, fast APIs, and the fact that you can just frac- like trade fractionalized, like low uh, order amounts. And low transaction
0: fees. It's it. When I hear someone like you speak about this, I just think of traditional markets, and I think of the banks, and I just think of the the big, you know, maybe not the execs because they're so rich that you know they don't really have any worries. But I think of the banks and and the people who are doing strategy at the banks, and they're like, how how do I compete with this? How do I compete with
1: it's it's coming to the the people uh, finally. (laughs) That's really what's happening. Like and, and platforms already tried it, so there are like some like traditional platforms. I I won't call them that that has copy trading, for example. But then still, you're not 100 percent sure like who's behind that, and, and and we have created tools where you also can like scan the markets yourself and do exactly what the fund does. And for example, it's one of our, it's a, it's a comp it's it's one of our more complex features, but I love it, and it's called uh, we call it AI, and Okay, hold on, hold on. It stands for algorithm intelligence. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little joke. But, um, and what it does is this, and this is, actually, this is literally what, what I mean if, 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 if the tech is coming to the people. So what, what funds do, and I know uh, a couple of big crypto funds, I know what they do. What they do is they have, a, they have certain strategies. So for example, what I do with scouring the markets with crypto indicators or with indicators that's what you call strategy. So you, call, you, you check the markets based on, uh, for example, I keep it simple, the Bollinger Bands and the an RSI. And then w- once all the indicators signal a buy, I know, hey, uh, market's looking good, I'm going to buy. So that's something we automated, right? But the markets change. So not the, the same strategy doesn't always work. So when you trade automatically, you have to switch, uh, you have to backtest a lot and switch strategies which is a time consuming process. So what they do with the big funds, they automatically backtest thousands of strategies simultaneously, that's what they do. So they have tons of strategies with different combinations that work in different kinds of markets. And also at at a certain point when we heard that, we thought, hey, we should automate that too (laughs) and see what happens. And, And that's our trading AI. So what you can do is on our marketplace, You can just either uh, for free or uh, for a a small fee, you can uh, download strategies. Bear in mind, like there's a lot of free good stuff on it. And you can just download it all, like uh, throw it into your AI, click the backtest button on the market you wanna analyze, and it will simultaneously check all these strategies and backtest it and switch to the strategy that works best. So this is, uh, if, if I speak to my users, this is like, I think our, our most favorite feature for the for our like our real power users, users that really devote themselves on, on learning crypto hopper. And that's the one I love most as well. So I love I, I, I mean I love copy trading. I think it's brilliant and it's a brilliant way to get started. Um, especially for the ones that, that like to dip their toes into crypto and active trading but just want to take it a step at a time. But if you really want to like get everything out of a trading bot like CryptoHopper, then the, we are the only one with this, this kind of uh, AI. It probably will be uh, copied uh, fast because this is just, yeah, I love it. It's, 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 it's a great feature.
0: One of my favorite parts about AI in general and more specifically the Aon CryptoHopper, I love trading too. I used to do it a lot more. I don't do it because I don't have time anymore. And, and you really do need to put in a lot of time and effort if you do want to be yeah. a good trader. True. My biggest issue was my own emotion yeah I could again it, you know if you put in a couple hours into it, you can figure out all the key technical analysis points that you need to know and you need to learn. It doesn't take rocket science to figure that shit out. What is tough is taking your emotion out of it and that is one of the parts yeah, I'm so curious
1: so many mistakes with that <laughs> oh, and, and and
0: AI fixes yeah. that right because it just all it does yeah. is use data and, and that's where it's like I, I wish I had that robot to me moving forward you know
1: yeah and it's even we have even more simple stuff that that I wished I had before. So, when I was still trading manually in my dressing room, I made so many expensive mistakes. And still, in the end, it was bull market. So, I made a, I made a good profit, you know? But I, I could have made so much more money if I just didn't panic sold so many times, you know? Um, and one of the things I love uh, a lot, and that's a super simple feature we have in Crypto Hopper. it's called the trading stop loss. Um, so, what it does is... Um, it, it, it tracks the price going up. So once you, you bought an asset, let's say you bought Bitcoin. You bought Bitcoin, but you're going tonight to this uh, birthday party of somebody. So you don't have all t- day long to, to, to track what Bitcoin is doing, right? So you want to be safe. And if it's made a profit, you want to sell. If, if it's made a loss, you also want to sell. So let, let's assume you're doing that. You can even use for that, you can use a bot. So what, what I would typically do in such a situation... I would buy, I would identify a buying opportunity either automatically or manually. Boom, buy Bitcoin, set a stop loss somewhere around, yeah, it depends on what kind of trader you are. But let's say you put it on 3% and then you say, and now it comes the trading stop loss, you just say, all right, track the price going up. So once the price hits, I don't know, 1% or so, you activate the trading stop loss. And then you basically say, Whenever you dip 1% or whatever you want to configure, uh, sell automatically. So what can happen, especially with uh, the, the, the uh, I, I would say the more uh, shit coins, <laughs> what can happen is it just like uh, uh, jumps up a lot. And once it goes down, boom, it sells. So you don't have to follow the price and, and just be anxious all the time. You can just trust your butt that it, it either will sell with a profit or a loss. That's, that, that's a great thing. And then if you take it a step forward, yeah, definitely you, you, you can follow a, a signaler and just let them do the work for you it, or even have your trading AI scouring for buying opportunities and sell uh, automatically uh, with a trading stop loss and a, uh, and a stop loss, for example.
0: I love that. That's that's the kind of stuff you need. Folks, you're going to take a quick break got to give a huge shout out to their sponsor the show prime xpt you know i absolutely love the team at prime xpt they've been partners at Crips news for years and never let us down they always have incredible deals and products to offer me personally i use prime xpt as they offer a robust trading system for both rookies and vets doesn't matter if you're a beginner or pro they give you the reliable market data performance that you need and the best part is you can easily design customized layouts and widgets to best fit your trading style PrimeXPT is also offering an exclusive promotion for listeners of the Crypto News Pod. After making your first deposit, 50%, that is 5 0% of that first deposit, will be credited to your account as a bonus that can be used as additional collateral to open positions. This promotion is available for a month after activation. The promo code is Crypto News 50, that is Crypto News 50, all one word. To take advantage of this offer, head on over to primexpt.com and give it a whirl. Absolutely incredible, love it. Combining them with Crypto Hopper and you would do some serious damage. You'd be making those markets. Serious cry. damage. <laughs> um, nice one. <laughs> <laughs> nice little organic ad. Read. Throw it in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Going back to Crypto Hopper here. I always have tons of friends who ask me, "Z, how do I, how, how do I get into crypto? I want to start trading. What's the best way to do it?" There's so many avenues you can take that and take them down. It's such a rabbit hole. Again, there's platforms like Crypto Hopper, which many people will want, but a lot of people sort of want to learn the hard way before using something like Crypto Hopper. You know, they think they can do it themselves, so they try it. They use their TA, and then emotion kicks in, and they get absolutely hammered. And all it takes is one bad move, or you trade with leverage, you get liquidated, and you know, boom, you're done. You get that email, and uh, and tears start rolling down the face. Back to my back to my question. What tidbits of advice would you give to a newbie getting in the crypto space in regards to trading?
1: Um, yeah, start with the boring stuff. Like everybody I know, like everybody starts in crypto because of FOMO. Uh, yes, they've heard about crypto and just they just FOMO in and then say that they're in for the tech. <laughs> no, but just kidding. But um, the the thing is, like I know everybody wants to trade for real, but I actually would advise. Starting with paper trading, so that's simulated trading, and I know it's it's boring because you want to see profits for real. Um, but tr- paper trading allows you to uh, simulate your trading and see what would have happened. Um, so it's super easy to register on Crypto Hopper, just make a a, a bot uh, and just let it let it simulate the trading and see what happens and just adjust it a little bit. Uh, with Crypto Hopper, by the way, not to advertise as super hard or something, but. Uh, it is something uh, users sometimes tend to forget. Um, if you if you like in our trial, but also when you buy a subscription, you get one like um, real hopper as we call it, or one real robot, and you get a simulator. So what you can do is have uh, one real strategy running and then testing out strategies with your simulator. And and that's something I really would um, advise because it allows you to to see if that stop loss is not too tight, for example, if 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 the um, if your AI or if you're, you're, your your signaler, for uh, for example, is not sending too much signals, uh, uh, if they're profitable, so it, it just it, it just allows you to play and just make the mistakes before, yeah, make mistakes before it'll cost you, you know. Uh, so that that's something I would really advise, and I know I know how it works. Everybody wants to just jump in and go for real because Jets just more fun, and just that's exactly what you said in the beginning uh, of our. Call um, about NFTs. The, the dopamine hits in, <laughs> but um, that's my advice. Begin, begin with that. Just uh, simulate your trading and take it a step at a time uh, because it's worth it in the end.
0: Rude. I'm very curious. You got to tell me. You've done. You've you've had a pretty successful trading career so far. You built an incredible trading company. You must have had some coins that mooned and some coins that went to the Earth's crust and were absolute Doggy doo doo. <laughs> what, what coins? Are, what, what coins are you bullish on right now, and which ones would you short?
1: Yeah. So to be honest, to be honest, my fundamental analysis is terrible, and I'm like I'm so so much in my like working um, crypto. homework demands so much time of me that that it that it takes away the time to to um, check out coins, and and I regret that a lot. To be honest, because I miss a lot of opportunities. One opportunity that I regret mes- missing was at a certain point, somebody I know um, said, yo, you gotta, uh, you, gotta, you gotta buy, what was it? Feracity, it's not a super famous coin. You gotta buy Feracity, you gotta buy Feracity. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. So um, in like a month time or something, I made 2K on it. I was like, oh, pretty decent. I'm gonna sell and I'm happy with my 2K. Sure, because uh, it's, it's okay. It's like, a, it's, it's a big percentage of profit. And that coin just went like like 100x or something. <laughs> I could have had like 800k on that coin. <laughs> and I, I sold to 2k. And I, I had the same with, um, oh, uh, I forget the name. Uh, I'm always terrible with names. It's my thing. Uh, Cardano, I had the same. same. So at a certain point, one of my... Um, uh, One of one of my uh, team members who does uh, technical analysis uh, on behalf of CryptoHopper, they they share it on newsletters and on Twitter, that kind of stuff. It's pretty interesting material, by the way, to read. But um, uh, he said at a certain point, Yo Cardano, it was in 2019. He said Cardano, it's so it's super bullish on it because it was like on the lowest lowest low ever. So um, I bought for I don't know for 10k ish on on the Cardano. Um, (laughs) and it went down for twenty percent or something. So I was like, ah, shit, uh, lost two k. But okay, I'll just keep it there. So a year later, I checked it again, and it made it made like I don't know five k profit. So I was like, whoa, I just I kept it for a year, five k profit, nice. I'm gonna sell. I'm okay with it. And and then actually, it boomed so much, and I could have had I don't know hundred k or more or something. So. I've had much of these kind of like moments that I sold too early, but I'm just not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm just not the, the buy and hold person. Would also be very weird, by the way, for the CEO of an automated <laughs> trading company to say I'm a hodler. <laughs> but in all honesty, I just I, I'm too impatient for that. I cannot. If I made if I make ten percent profit on a or, or yeah ten percent profit on the position, I want to sell and jump in a new one. That that's who I am, and I'm I'm more of a technical. Person. So, and I regret that at a certain point because you can earn a lot on uh, if you're good at fundamentals. But um, um, one tip, uh, if you, and that's something you can automate too. Um, if you're not good at being uh, at fundamental analysis, what you can do is just DCA continuously um, at all coins. And, and, and one strategy I have rolling uh, is DCAing in like 360 coins simultaneously on, uh, on an exchange and uh, buying it in really small amounts uh, periodically uh, continuously so that's an uh that's that's a buy and hold strategy i do but it's 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 automated uh with dca basically so that's that's a great one
0: and and that's available on a crypto hopper you just take a basket of a couple hundred coins and you can invest in that Um, it's this is a
1: this is a, a feature request i've made to my own team i said. This is what I do manually. This is what I build myself. Please, let's build this in Crypto Hopper Tube because this is brilliant. Um, but you can do it, actually. You, you can use an, a DCA tool and, um, and DCA uh, periodically or um, uh, once a position made a, made a loss, you can also DCA. Uh, but not like, here's a basket and just rebalance every week or so. That's not right. available yet on Cryptooper. But I, I can very imagine we're going to release that. Uh, no, not soon, but th- that's a feature I, I would definitely add to Cryptooper, yeah.
0: In the near future. As a CEO who gets a lot done and is very busy, do you have any morning rituals, nighttime rituals, midday rituals, or any type of workflow or scheduling flow that really helps you move the needle and get as much shit done every day as possible?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm I'm a member of the five AM club. You know that Ugh. the five AM AM club.
0: I used to, I used to be a member, and now I'm now I'm back to a member of the in between six AM and eight AM club. But get, no, get, st- get still decent. I used to get up at four thirty, at Hall ass, go to the gym, and I'd be at the office. Back when I used to be a currency broker, I'd be at the office for seven, and that was after a morning workout nice. and walk and meditation. Feel like a million bucks. Yeah. Now I wake up first thing I do. I checked the 9 million messages from our team over in Europe. I check all night. <laughs> I check NFTs. I yeah. check coins. It's the worst it's thing the ever. NFTs, exactly,
1: that, That's the one I was missing. I was hoping for that one.
0: Anyways, sorry. Yeah. Back back to you here. Back yeah. to you. Uh,
1: Yeah, so I, I've got a gym in my own house uh, because I'm way too lazy to go to the gym. So I need one very close otherwise I won't go (laughs) I I cannot have an excuse otherwise I'll use it so so, um, yeah I wake up uh, exercise a little bit um, for 20 minutes then have a um, 20 minutes uh, stretch and meditation session because I actually I saw this documentary about um, yeah people um, that are old but super fit and I saw this old lady she was I don't know 92 years old, and she did the sickest stuff. She just like I don't know how it's called and, and uh, acrobatics. That's what's what it's called. Yeah, she did acrobatics, she did like that's like bananas. I don't know, like loops and, the, and, and things. It was sick, but she did she did um yoga every day. So I watching that, I understood how important it is to also keep flexible because now you don't need it. But if you are 60, 70, or, or eighty, you wish you keep your um your your body flexible because it allows you to just move freely and you know it's it's super important next next to being fit altogether as like just you know uh, pumping uh, uh, pushing weights and, and running so so I think that's equally like important so that's why I do that too uh, meditation uh, and then uh, I read books um, also for twenty minutes and I drink a smoothie so yeah drinking a smoothie just makes it easier for myself to eat something healthy because uh, i find it difficult to eat in the morning and especially eating stuff like spinach and that kind of stuff i really cannot eat it unless i drink a smoothie um so yeah that's that's a bit of my morning routine and uh, sometimes i read a book sometimes i watch something online sometimes i I have this app called Blinkist, and, uh, oh, and uh, it allows you I to. I love uh, it. Yeah, love it. Eh? It's so good.
0: <laughs> it, it for so, the folks at home, Blinkist. It just it, it gives you uh, you know a, a four hundred page entrepreneurial or self help or any kind of book. It, it just gives you a very bite sized spark notes five minute to ten minute read summary of books. You get the main points, and you don't have to read all the fluff. It's it's incredible. Yeah.
1: It, I love it, but it's still you, you tend to you tend to if you read it, you tend to think you really understand the whole book, and you're like, okay, now I can skip it and don't have to read it. But I really ad- advise if you if you have a book you really find interesting, do read it because yes. like I'm, I, I'm all, I've I've read the summary of Inspired on um, on uh, on Blinkist, and it's way too summarized. Right. So I love for product people who own a product, Inspired is like the Bible. It's it's I, I love it. It's a good book, but that's a bit for my morning routine. Yeah,
0: I love that. On the team side, what do you do to, to keep the team motivated at all times? I know you're managing a, a healthy amount of people. How does it? How do you keep everyone motivated and enthused?
1: Um, I think like one of the concepts I found most difficult to grasp, and I've read about a lot, is culture um, because it's such a vague thing, company culture. But yet, there's like so much stuff written about it. And I think that is. Crucial, and I and, and and I think the it starts with humor and and just having fun. You know, it's I mean we're we're like you spend forty hours a week as an employee. Uh, you spend for like forty hours ish a week at, at on your work. Um, I mean that's a lot. You know, that's yes. you're spending so much time of your and time is the most precious thing there. Like you can earn money, but you cannot earn your time back. So I really, I don't know how to say that, but I appreciate people spending time with us. That's, that's something I appreciate because they could spend it everywhere, but they decided to spend it at us. And it's not, it's not only the payroll that's, that's, that's the reason they spend it at Crypto Harbor. So I think it starts there, like, like appreciating that everybody's there and appreciate the fact that you spend your time with each other and have fun, you know, and, and appreciate each other. And not think, don't don't ever think like, hey, I pay you, so uh, yeah, you have to do this because th- then you don't really do not understand what you're doing, uh, 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 what it's all about. I think that's that's one, and then understanding culture is what what do we what do we need to become really productive? So so it's first, it's the layer, the first layer is like the foundation is trust. It's it's and it's having fun with each other, and then and then okay, what do we need to become? like productive right so how how do we have meetings what what can we do to reduce time in meetings and make them more effective and how can we collaborate better bringing structure and there's always there's always a hurdle there's always stuff you do wrong you find out and then you do it another way you always make mistakes because having a business is the most complex thing i've ever did and i think like running a business is <laughs> is underestimated it's, it's sick complex but i love it and it's it's every day you learn, and you, especially as a business owner, you have to keep learning because you don't know what you don't know. And it's so hard to understand what you're doing wrong because you don't know. So the only way to find out is to make mistakes, to find business mentors who can point you out the mistakes, or to read a lot of books, which takes a lot of time. And that's the way to go. So I think, yeah finding out what you do wrong. And uh, yeah, in regards to managing a team, bring structure, ask what they need. Don't just think, oh, I'm going to enforce this kind of structure and then it'll work. No, it's because every department has their own culture and their own preference of working. Um, And then having fun, that's super important.
0: Rude, well said, very well said. This has been incredible. I uh, I know we're getting short for time. We got to wrap up soon. Couple Couple more questions before we let you go. About a month ago, your boy Max for stopping takes home. Yeah,
1: Maxi <laughs> t- takes home the grand prix. Nice. <laughs> oh my god, man, it was so awesome! Yeah, <laughs> how how
0: how fired up were you for that?
1: Yeah, that, is, that was so special. And it was it was just funny to see how like we had the Dutch obviously that we had the Dutch Grand Prix and um, having that by itself in the Netherlands was super like it was amazing and. It was so special for the Netherlands. And you could see, I, I can imagine everybody in the world who saw the Grand Prix. And even if you're not pro Max Verstappen, you could see that this was just insane. Every, like the whole country was just like, I don't know, upside down, you know. And everybody in everybody was there. The king, it's just sick. And and then having him win, like I'm not even a big Formula One fan. I appreciate a lot what, 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 what Max is doing. But seeing that i was well, like okay this guy is just an absolute king this it's just insane it's just i don't know it's, i don't have words to describe it i think it's i'm not a sports fan at all i don't watch football soccer or football how do, how do you call it in english i, I don't watch Max stop on every weekend i i admire what he does but i'm not a i'm not a sports fan i just don't like watching sports but this yeah, sorry. It was amazing.
0: <laughs> that, that's I, I'm a big sports guy, but that's one of the reasons why I love sports so much is it unites countries, continents. Like it's just very few things on the planet, activities on the planet, unite countries or continents or communities True. like sports does. Music does it well. Music, as well. yes. That's another one. hundred percent. Rude, this has been incredible. Any questions for me before we wrap up? Oh, difficult. Uh,
1: Who who was your favorite person's interview? (laughs) No, just kidding.
0: (laughs) Who's my favorite one? No, no,
1: no, 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 just kidding. No, uh, no, no. I I have a serious question. We were we're talking. You you asked me the question about um, uh, my favorite tokens and being so bad at fundamental analysis. I'm really curious about your top five token, your your top five coins, and why.
0: Top five coins and why? Okay. Coin number one, uh, well, my top two is is pretty standard. Bitcoin and Ethereum, love it. I'd have to throw Solana in there, love Solana. I uh, think they have a lot of room for growth. I'd throw AVAX in there as well. I think Avalanche is building an incredible ecosystem and they can, really, uh, they can really stir the pot. And then for my fifth coin, it would have to be, and it's a bit of a teaser, but I can't even disclose it, but my team and I, I have an incredible team um, and we are launching a coin. It's going to be... Part of a massive nice. play-to-earn ecosystem, um, and I'd love to tell you more about awesome. it off the record. But that will be the fifth awesome, and, and, and about in about in two weeks, I'll be able to answer that question uh, more in depth. But for now, cool. I, for now, I can it's only exciting stuff, four. man. Thank yeah. you, I appreciate it.
1: Let let, let me know. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm super. I, I want to know everything about it, and. Um, um, if if I can help you, um, I don't know with some interest to exchanges or whatsoever. Because we, we we are in touch with all the big exchanges. Let me know. Um, uh, free to help. Like uh, I don't know. I don't want anything for it. It's just uh, super nice to to know you're doing that. Um, cool
0: man, Rude, you're the man. Appreciate you jumping on. We need more people like you in you this too, world. Before we let you go, can you please <laughs> tell our guests where they can find you and Crypto Hopper on socials?
1: Yeah, so visit CryptoHopper.com and start your adventure of automated trading uh, and follow us at at CryptoHopper and on Twitter um, uh, for the best analysis in the market. Seriously, there's some really good stuff there. And our newsletter consists of really nice special analysis made by our team in CryptoHopper and uh, had some really sick predictions that all came true
0: do that. <laughs> Absolutely love to hear it. Rude the man appreciate you jumping on. Definitely going to be around too.
1: honor. It was an honor to be on your show, man. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much. Folks, this was Rude Felt Camp from the one and only Crypto Hopper. Amazing guy, great team, better company too. Big fans of these guys. Had a blast listening and learning with Rude. If you'd like to learn more, please do go check out the show notes. I will include everything you could ever want right in the show notes. It will be on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Buzzsprout, you name it, all the major podcasting platforms. We're there. We're always dropping on Mondays and Thursdays. Until then, appreciate you listening. Love you all. Stay safe. Keep throwing those bags and we'll talk soon. Bye for now.